Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is the weekly show where we talk about all things money and finance and where we give you information to help you make the best financial decisions possible. So if you want to buy your first home, you want to be better with money, you want to learn how to invest, where to begin, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe. I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further ado, let's get going with this week's show. Good morning. How are you doing? So I was speaking at an event um, this past week, and we it was a, basically an event talking about uh, money, as you would imagine, right? Because my content is all money. And when I speak at events, I'm talking about money. And I posed a question to the audience, and the question was, do you feel as though there is a stigma put upon us when we get to a position where we have to ask for help when it comes to finances or just simply asking for help when it comes to information? So, for example, you're struggling with credit card debt. You just want to ask a question on how to get help. Do you feel there's stigma? when it comes to those kind of situations that prevents you from asking the question, the important question. And the response that I got back was very, very interesting. And there was something that this lady said that stuck out to me and it's, and it's resonated with me and been in the back of my head literally for the remainder of the week. Then on Saturday, I woke up to um, a comment, uh, a message on IG and it kind of took me back to the answer that this lady gave me. And the answer she gave me was that, no, that there isn't necessarily a stigma when it comes to asking for help, when it comes to finances, in terms of where to go for information or help on how to deal with financial difficulties. She goes, the difficulty and the challenge is that when you choose to use social media or YouTube or some, some, a public forum to gather the answer to this question that you have, that it's knowing who to trust that is often the hardest thing. And she said it, and I was like, hmm. Because I certainly know that, you know, I produce videos on YouTube. I've been on IG for some time now. and. I never really thought of it in the way that she described in terms of knowing who to trust. Because guess what, folks? There were a lot of charlatans out there. And the example that she gave was, you know, that oftentimes you find these accounts, you find these videos of absolute scumbags just selling the dream to people who know no different. You can make ten thousand pounds in three weeks. We're gonna if you give us this, we'll 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 triple this and you know turn this into five thousand pounds within six weeks. You know the ones. You've you've come across them as well. And whilst I knew that it was something that obviously I've noticed all the time, I never looked at it from a consumer's point of view. So from somebody else's perspective that isn't my own, having been in the industry and knowing that look, you're talking out of your ass, mate. You're talking absolute nonsense. You can't do that. It never occurred to me. And then the question that I woke up to, well, the comment, the message, I should say, that I woke up to on Saturday made it even more like profound for me to think about because the, the email went something along the lines of, 
I'm new to investing. Um, I want to invest in Bitcoin. Where do you suggest I begin? I just want to be rich. And on the, on the face of it, it doesn't sound as though there's a connection between those two comments. But for me, there is. And for me, the connection is this. On one hand, one person is speaking about who they can trust, who they should listen to, finding reliable sources. The other is talking about, I just want to be rich. And I don't know about you, but that, that is hugely problematic for me. And it's the reason why the people in the first situation exist, the scumbags who are selling this dream of, yeah, you give us 300 pounds, we'll, we'll turn that into 5,000 pounds in three weeks, or you invest with us and we'll give you uh, a, a double digit return or a 100% return in like 12 months, six months. It's because of the latter, the person who just wants to be rich, that these people, these scumbags can be in existence. The reason why they are on YouTube, why they are on Facebook, on Instagram, swindling people out of their hard-earned cash, promising the world and delivering nothing. They've created an environment for themselves where that's what the perception is. I want to be rich. I could invest and be rich. And that breeds corruption. That, that breeds deceit. That breeds distrust. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode today. So this might be really, really short. It might be really, really long. I don't know. This is not scripted, guys. But it's been really weighing on my mind for maybe like four days. This event was on like Wednesday. The, the message that I got was on Saturday morning. And it's been weighing on my mind ever since Wednesday and certainly driven home on Saturday reading that message. And I really have to challenge. And you know what, guys? This might be an unpopular opinion, but frankly, I don't care because I think we lose sight of what really, really matters. And if you've listened to this podcast, I can't remember what episode this is. This may be episode 48, something like that. You know how I feel about this. We have lost sight of what's important. The name of the game, the goal, the objective is not to be rich. That's not the objective. That's the narrative social media is selling. That's what social media wants you to believe, that the goal is to be rich. That if you're not rich, you're somehow a bum. You're unsuccessful. You've wasted your life. You're inconsequential. That's the narrative social media pushes. The problem with social media is it's a highlight reel. How easy would it be for me to ring up my mate who's got a Bentley? Oh, dude, let me take it out, take some pictures. Snap, snap, Instagram. Oh, guys, just bought a new car. Guess what? I started a new side hustle. It's, this, I, this is how I got this Bentley. Fake. Fake. But so many of us, so many people are influenced by the outward display of luxury, the outward display of money, wealth, success, seeming success on social media, which leads to the message I got on Saturday morning about, I just want to be rich. That isn't the goal. The goal is not to be rich. 
Now I can say this because I'm 41 in two in a week's time. Actually, is it a week's time? Yeah, in a week's time. Next Sunday. So by the time you're listening to this episode, I will be literally starting the week of my birthday. Now I can say this because I'm I've gone through life, maybe. I've got some life experience. I found myself literally in hospital last year with pneumonia, having gone to the hospital way too late because I was too caught up in work, to be told, if you hadn't come this morning, we wouldn't have been able to do anything for you. Like, literally, very, very lucky to be alive. Had my partner not been like, no, dude, you, you get, get to the hospital right now. I'm taking you. I'm lucky enough to be able to view this from the hindsight of, you know what? All that work that I was worried about and those meetings that I was concerned about going to mean absolutely nothing when it comes to my life. And so I asked the question again, are we, are we, are we losing sight of what really, really matters here? The goal isn't to be rich. The goal, the goal is to be happy, to find fulfillment, to be able to live a life that allows us to feel a sense of fulfillment, to live a life with balance. And the only role that money has to do or has to play in that equation is to facilitate. That is it. That is the goal. Money is needed to facilitate. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have 10 bazillion dollars in the bank like Jeff Bezos. I know lots of wealthy people who are absolutely miserable, hate their lives because they feel as though this person just wants me because they want some cash out of me. Oh my God, this person's going to ask me for some cash. They don't know who to trust. Who the hell wants to live like that? I definitely don't. I definitely don't. Do you? So with that being said, why is the goal to be rich? Why? Surely, surely money, wealth, riches is a byproduct of good work. Not hard work, good work. Because I know people who work nowhere near as hard as I do, but earn a lot of money. Money is a byproduct of good work. And if you put your soul, your heart, your mind, your body, your sweat, your tears into good work, money should come as a result of that. And if you do put your mind, your heart, your soul, your body, your sweat, your tears into good work that you enjoy, that is your calling, that is your purpose, then you find fulfillment, you find happiness, and as a result, you find balance. The money is simply an added bonus. Now, that's utopia for many people, right? What I've just described right there. Jesus, like being able to do what you love and still earn a load of money. Not many people get the opportunity to be able to do that. So why isn't that the goal? Why is that not the goal? And we can go down a rabbit hole and start talking about education and why we're not taught this stuff in school and all this kind of stuff. They're all valid, valid, valid points. But let's face reality, not that many people are in a position where they get to do what they love, what they enjoy, what gives them fulfillment, balance in life. And perhaps, therefore, the counterbalance to the 
imbalance to the unfulfillment is the drive, the notion, the impulse, the want to be rich. Maybe it's a substitute. Maybe it isn't. These are valid questions I have to ask. I mean, are you in this position right now? Because I know for a fact, and I've certainly been in the cycle, don't particularly like what I do, but I think, mm, you know what, mm, as long as I'm earning good money, don't really care. I know that I've been in that position. I know that I have. I know plenty of people who have been. So is this desire to be rich just a, uh, an alternative, like something we trade in place of our happiness, balance, fulfillment, as a, well, as long as I'm getting paid, as long as I'm earning good money, as long as I'm rich, I'm happy to put up with that. As if the money is going to make you happy, as if it's going to give you fulfillment, as if it's going to give you balance. Now, many people will argue, well, money can buy you a lot. And it can. It can buy you a nice car, buy you a nice house. It can buy you luxury holidays, buy you a lot. But is it going to buy you all those things for longevity and true inner happiness and true inner peace, true inner balance, true inner fulfillment? Is it really going to do that? For me, I don't think it will. For you, it might. And again, with this podcast, what I'm trying to do is raise the question and challenge because I think we have something fundamentally wrong in society today that the goal is to be rich. The goal is to be a millionaire. Like, where, how did we get to this point? How? How did we get to this point? I, I don't know how we got to this point. And it's magnified now because we're in a world of hypersensitivity. We're in a world of like social media where everything is magnified. You don't see the hard work, the sweat, the tears. You don't hear, you don't see or hear stories of the, the pain and the sorrow and the, the discipline, the hard work. You see the finished product, the success. And therefore you want that not knowing what's gone into that work in the first place, not understanding the sacrifice that it's entailed, not knowing the hard work that is demanded to get there. But as long as it looks beautiful on Instagram and on social media, right, it's all good. What are we, what are we, teach, what are we teaching people? What, what are we teaching people? I mean, I don't have kids right now, but Jesus Christ, like, what do you do? What do you do? And this is why the conversations that we have here are so important, because we have to have these conversations. How do we, how did we depart? How do we depart from what really matters to money, 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 money? And don't get me wrong, money is important. I'm not saying that it isn't, but it's not the goal. It's not the goal. You can always earn more money. You can always earn more money. But you cannot, cannot trade a life. I was on a conference call this evening for a project that I've been asked to be an ambassador on. And they started uh, to ask the question about what I uh, hold dear the most about my culture with my parents being Nigerian and me living in Nigeria for 10 years. And I'll tell you the biggest thing that I miss, which is relevant to what we're talking about right here. 
I miss the absence and the sense of community that I felt back then. And let me just explain. Anybody who's African, Caribbean, will be able to relate to what I'm about to talk to talk about. In Nigeria, my neighbor is my uncle, my auntie, my brother, my cousin, my nephew. Everybody is in this together. When we have no food, my neighbor helps me out. When they have no food, I help them out. And as poor as we were, we had people to help because we were a community. Everybody was in this together. Because at the core of all of this was, regardless of how difficult life was, how difficult money was, we had a sense of family. We had a sense of, we look after each other, a sense of togetherness. You don't need money for that. You don't need to be rich to have that. There are arguments to say that you become rich and you lose that because of the paranoia, because of the worry that people want you for your money and not because they care for you. That's what I miss the most. And I find this relevant because we seem to have lost those values. We seem to have lost those values, that togetherness, that community, that sense of, you know, you and I are in this together. Don't seem to have that anymore. And that's how we get to the objective is I want to be rich. Doesn't matter. That's not the goal. And so I find myself in this position where I feel like, because I talk about money, as I come across these things and I start to kind of discover these, these trends, that I have to raise this and ask this question on the podcast and ask these things on YouTube because we can't all think like this. And I know that we don't all think like this, but in just challenging and asking this question, hopefully get somebody to actually think, you know what, he's got a good point. There are things that matter more than money. What are we really here for? You're not here to earn money. You're here to be happy, to have fulfillment. Like, let's get down to the basics again. Again, like, really get down to the basics. What is this all about, really, at the end of the day? You only live once. You only live once doesn't mean you've got you to gotta be rich to enjoy that life. Absolutely not. Some of the best times in my life was when I was dirt, dirt poor, like really, really broke. And I talk about Nigeria because I remember those days and those days were frustrating. But those were some of the good days. The best time I've ever had, I've ever had in my life was when literally I, I was broke and I was living in a hostel after being homeless. And it was the best time in my life because that was the time when I really discovered music. And I felt as though I was doing something that I was really passionate about. I could use my, my creative mind to create music. And that's all I did. And I was with my mate Knight. He's a producer now, Jungle Boy. He's still in music. When we first met, we were all about the music. We didn't have any money at all. I was in a hostel. I was on benefits, trying to find work. But that was an outlet for me. That gave me that, oh, my God, this is something I'm really, really cool. I'm really, really good at, something that I'm really, really passionate about. It kept my creative juices going. 
we we created music every single day. We went to we we used to go and perform this music in local venues. Those were my happiest days ever. It had nothing to do with money. Nothing. The music that you hear on this podcast, the music that you hear on the YouTube channel, that is music that I produced back then. That I finally found a use for. So how do we go from really appreciating and understanding what should matter to us and pivoting where we seem to find ourselves now because of social media, where it's all about being rich? I don't have the answer to that. It's a rhetorical question. It's an answer that I hope that one day we can find. But the goal surely cannot be less, I want to be rich. I want to invest because I want to be rich. Like, no. Invest to achieve a life goal. What is your goal? I say this all the time. What is your goal? What are you doing this for? What are you here for? Surely that's what matters. I don't know. Maybe I've got the wrong end of the stick. Someone might be listening to this and thinking, oh, you're just a loser. You're broke. That's why you're saying that. Each man to himself. This is my view. And I challenge you to think about your view and how you see this and how you interpret this message. Do you see it the same way? Do you see it differently? I'd love to hear if, if you hear it differently because I think perspectives are important. In having a conversation, it is a two-way thing. I'm always very conscious that, you know, you guys tune into the podcast and you listen to my voice every week. And we don't have a two-way dialogue unless you message me. So if you do feel differently to this or you have a unique take on this, please message me on IG because I would love to hear your point of view. But it's something that just resonated with me and it's stuck with me over the last four days. And I wanted to share it because I do think that there is more to life than just money. There's more to life than just being rich and doing things because you want to be rich. That's how you get into a rat race. That's how you get into things that don't necessarily fulfill you, that don't necessarily give you the balance, that actually can get you into a position where you hate what you do. And you're doing it because, oh, the money's so good. It's the, there's a reason why they call it golden cuffs. There's a reason why they call it that. It's because they're extremely hard to get off when you're earning really good money because you enjoy the trappings of what that money means. And if you are poor with money in terms of money management, which goes back to the educational system again, you are never going to find yourself in a position where you are able to relinquish yourself of those golden cuffs because you don't know what to do. You don't know what needs to be done in order to cut yourself free from those golden cuffs. It's a twisted, twisted, twisted system. It really is when you think about it in that way. So what really matters? If we made decisions in life, like all of our decisions in life, based on those three fundamental things, happiness, balance, fulfillment, the world would be a completely different place. And I wonder how much of a role money would have to play if we made all of our decisions based on those three things alone. I would hazard a guess that money would be part of the equation, but nowhere near as important as we think it would be. Because for many people, 
fulfillment, balance, and happiness has nothing to do with money. It has to do with family. It has to do with experiences. It has to do with finding something that is more tangible, more valuable than money. That's my take. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you on IG. But those are my thoughts for this week. Relatively short, I know. Not long. But I wanted to share. And if this kind of like plants a seed, a question in your head, and maybe gives you a different perspective, then hey, job done. I'll pat myself on the back. But equally, it may not do anything. You may think, eh, you're talking absolute rubbish, mate, which is also fine. But that's my take. And that's what I wanted to share today on the podcast. So guys, whatever you're doing this week, make sure that you have a great one. And always think about, you know, how you're going to get balance, fulfillment, and happiness this week. If we if we all worked on this basis, we'd be so much better. So much better off. I truly believe that. Whatever you do this week, please bear those three things in mind. I think they're really, really important. And um, I'm going to sign off right now. Have an amazing week. Talk to you on Monday next week. Cheers.